The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. This week, you just get me, the host of this show. My name is Haley, if you are randomly a new listener, but I do solo episodes every other week and then a guest every other week. So it's always alternating between updates about my life in dental school and maybe an advice episode and then bringing on a guest to share their unique experiences. I really like to bring on people that have practice dentistry in all different kinds of ways so that my audience, which is mostly pre-dental and dental students, can see that there are many different ways to go about using your dental license and many different ways to make a living and live the life that you want while being a dentist. But that's kind of a short and sweet summary if you're new here. And this week, as you can tell from the title, we're going to be talking about kicking off my last semester as a third year, my D3 winter semester, and all about how I'm preparing for the Integrated National Dental Boards exam, INDBE, and also what's going on in clinic because I have some updates. Things have really taken a turn. All right, let's get right into the updates, right? So I think I'm going to start with what's going on in clinic and then boards and then everything else that I do with my life because you guys know I'm involved in a lot. So first being clinic, I have a lot of new patients and I'm so excited to share that update. I went into the semester with two people that were undergoing treatment with me. One still has two or three restorations left that I need to do for caries and then one needs a crown and then the last patient was starting getting a new RPD. At this point the RPD is almost done it's going to be delivered in two weeks I'm really excited and then the first patient that needs restorations has personal things going on and they can't come in until February late February March So that wasn't really going to work. And then the other patient is getting crown lengthening and can't get the crown until two months after crown lengthening and crown lengthening isn't happening until mid to late February. So as you can imagine, the three people that I had in my schedule, which were supposed to see four people a week, wouldn't even be able to come in every week. So I was kind of at a loss because I was going to be literally having no one to see. But I basically begged the lady that assigns new patients and I told her my situation and then I get a notification that I was assigned four new people, I think. So I've been assigned someone that needs a crown that just had endo done at the school and I'm just praying that it's enough above the bone level that I can get a crown on without crown lengthening safely and I can do this as my crown test case. That's my biggest stressor right now is if I'm going to get my crown test case done and if I don't, it's kind of a problem. Like you're incomplete going into fourth year so you didn't actually finish third year basically. But I do have backup plans which I will get into. So hopefully this works. I have it scheduled for sometime early February and then the delivery two weeks later. And after that, 
I go on spring break for a week and then I have two weeks of hospital rotation immediately after. So there's three weeks that I won't be treating patients. And that is just a big bummer because there's so much now that I have to do and want to do. I have a lot of patients with a lot of disease control needs for their different carries and everything. So it's a bummer that I have to take three weeks off and can't work on them. But I know rotation will be good and it'll be a nice break in terms of giving me time to study because I can't see patients. So I can't stress about it because there's nothing I can do. And that is essentially the first patient. Then I was assigned another patient that just wanted to start up routine care. Nothing in terms of disease control that they need, but new patient exams are always good. Adding more people to your patient pool is good. Um, This patient may end up wanting more aesthetic work done, like two new crowns in the anterior. So we'll see if that ever happens in the time I'm at school. And then I was assigned a new patient with extensive needs. They need retreatment of endo. And then whenever that gets done, I'll be doing two crowns there and a few different caries lesions, I think like five or six that I get to work on in the coming weeks. And then I had another patient that was having some health issues and not able to be seen last semester, pretty much like over and over, we kept running into the same problems, which was really unfortunate, but finally that got squared away and we're able to start the disease control. And I think there's three, four, five, maybe restorations left. There's a few class twos and then there's actually a lot of class threes which I haven't gotten much exposure to I've done some anterior teeth but they're more like incisal so it'll be fun to get to do some like textbook class threes so that'll be good experience for me and I think that's about it in terms of patients that have actually responded (laughs) a handful of course of the people I got assigned didn't respond or don't want to come in So we'll see if that ever happens. But basically my schedule is booked. It is January 28th. Like this whole week I was full and I saw an extra person. And then in the coming weeks I'm booked until and halfway booked that week of March 20th because we can only schedule four patients per week. And then after that you can do that 24-hour rule that I've talked about and see up to two more patients. So hopefully I'll be maximizing my time and bringing in these patients with the disease control needs because they want to get in as quick as possible, but obviously not finishing their care until April, maybe May isn't as quick as possible. So hopefully I can bring them in and get more stuff done every week. And I also started two new complete denture cases. One is a patient with existing upper and lower complete dentures that we're just going to be redoing because it's been several years. So they're kind of ill-fitting and a reline just doesn't make sense. And insurance usually covers new complete dentures once every five years. And then the other patient needs full mouth extractions, which is always a really tough conversation to have with someone. And they're kind of debating if they want to do implant retained over dentures or traditional dentures. But in the meantime, so that they aren't without teeth for months and months while their bone and gum is all healing and remodeling, I'm making immediate dentures. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So whenever all those cases are done, which doesn't look like it'll be this semester. If I wasn't gone for three weeks, I could probably get almost all of these cases finished. But with that three-week break, some of these are going to spill over into the start of fourth year in the summer term. But honestly, that's good because then that means I have things to do, which I'm really happy about. But when all those things are said and done, I will have done, 
I don't know, maybe six, seven crowns, hopefully at that point. And the reason I haven't had any to test case is because some are like redoing existing. So they're already prepped, but maybe they had recurrent decay or something. So they just didn't qualify. Or like I said, they needed crown lengthening. So you couldn't do it one day prep and then two weeks later delivery because there's all this (laughs) interim stuff. So I just haven't had any like creases that meet the criteria, which is so frustrating about school. But at that point, I should have done like probably six or so crowns when all these cases are done. I will have done one upper and lower complete denture traditionally, and then one upper and lower immediate denture. And then I've also done two flippers at this point, and the RPD will be done in a couple weeks. And I've done a ton of restorations probably once I finish these two patients and the other patient that's able to come back in a few months once their personal stuff is worked out once all three of their disease control is done I will have probably done like 35 restorations with a lot of those being class twos which is great because those are technically not technically but traditionally the most challenging for people and I'm definitely not look at that oh I can do it so easily it's gonna be great position yet but I'm a lot more comfortable and confident and not holding my breath when I pull the matrix off to see did I like seal the margin or not sometimes things happen and I don't get it but then I know how to problem solve and work through those situations whereas before I would be really frustrated and flustered but I'm getting a lot more confident and just knowing what to do when different things happen is such a great skill to have because eventually we're going to have to be independent clinicians working on our own and one of our faculty really likes to say that you're not graduating as a dentist that is knows everything and is super great at dentistry. You're graduating as a safe beginner. You were deemed safe by all the different boards and the competencies at our school, but you are very much a beginner and there's a lot to learn in terms of skill and speed and problem solving. But that's why most people associate or go to a residency and get more skill and training and mentorship to get to that level where you're just a little bit beyond being a beginner. And I'll also give you an update in terms of test cases. So I finished my radiology test case this semester, which was awesome. You had to present a patient case looking at their pan and either FMX or pan and four bite wings. I did a pan and four bite wings for this patient. And you just kind of talk about everything. Very, very in-depth from caries to calculus, teeth present, teeth missing, what restorations are existing, the condition of those restorations, and then, of course, any soft tissue or bone abnormalities or whether they're healthy or not, like literally everything that you can think of we get graded on and you have to just be able to present it well and proficiently and answer any questions that the radiology faculty have. But I did that test case and as far as I know, I passed. So that was nice to have it out of the way because it took hours and hours and hours of prep you didn't have to look at it and know it off the top of your head there was a document that you've had to fill out and then you could just present off reading that but it still took hours to go through everything and make sure I wasn't missing anything so I'm really glad that that one's done and then I did my profi test case yesterday which was nice to get that out of the way because I don't really want to be doing basic profies I'd rather refer them to our hygiene students so they get practice and then we get credits as well for referring to hygiene so it's nice that I got to do it without having to bring someone in for just a profi you know and then I have two left for restorative which is a one surface which I don't really have any one surfaces planned I don't think except for maybe one on like a third molar which I'm not gonna do that because it's 
not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty. It'll be really hard to get back there. And they have like soft tissue overgrowth. We might have to use like a laser to do like a gingivectomy. So I'm not going to test case that. So I'll probably use a class two on like a premolar or some kind of molar that's more mesial in the mouth. I don't want to be way back there and struggling, but we're allowed to use a two surface as our one surface test case. We just get graded on the whole thing. So like I was saying before, if your contact's not good, you have an open margin in terms of the contact, you get marked down even though you're only looking at the occlusal for the test case. So it is what it is, but I'll be happy to get that done. And I think my roommate's assisting me this week, one of my fourth year roommates. So I'm going to try to do it that day when I have the guidance and moral support. And then I have to do an intracoronal scan. So one of these days when I'm doing any of those restorations on these patients that need them, I just need to check out the scanner, which is a whole thing. It's very hard to check out the scanner and scan their arch and scan the opened prep before it's filled kind of a random test case and then the last thing is that crown test case i got everything else done for pros everything else done for restorative besides those two everything done for oral med and radiology and now i've got my perio done for the semester but pros that crown test case everyone cross their fingers that i get to do it in february like please 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 it won't i can see the radiograph and i can see it's borderline that it'll work or not work so I'm just hoping it'll work without crown lengthening and I can do it for the patient's sake too. I mean, crown lengthening is still surgery and it's a longer process. They have to get in for a consult with grad perio, then schedule that like a month out and then get the surgery and then it's two or three months healing. And then I'm able to do the prep and deliver the crown. And that's just a whole thing. And they have to take more time off work, et cetera, et cetera. So if it works, I would love to get to do it for my sake and the patient's sake. But my backup plan I was hinting at earlier is thankfully my roommate has several crowns that are for sure above bone level planned. So she said if I don't get this one to work, she would be willing to give me one, which hopefully the patient would be cool with it if I did that procedure and that our patient care coordinators would let us switch because we're not in the same clinic group at all. But I feel like if someone's willing to swap, they would let us because everyone wants everyone to get their test cases done. They want the best for us, you know? So that's kind of everything from clinic. Next up, we will do a recap about boards. All right, last segment of this episode. Thanks for staying tuned in. Hopefully it's been interesting to hear all my updates and maybe compare and contrast your dental school experience with mine. So dental boards, I'll give a brief, brief overview if you're not familiar the national boards exam became integrated as in one part about a couple years ago and now everyone just takes one part instead of part one and part two and this is for every single person in the u.s that wants to get a dental license you have to take this board exam through the american dental association at a prometric center near you or not near you if you need specific dates some people even fly or travel so that they can take this test at the dates that they want thankfully for me i got approved and booked it early so i can take it right here in ann arbor on the dates that were close enough to what i wanted i would have preferred a friday saturday but i got a saturday monday because they're not open on sundays and that is two days a multiple choice test and it's kind of patient-based multiple choice questions about a whole range of dental topics and I am studying using two things primarily, INBDE Bootcamp through 
the boot camp program, which they have DAT boot camp, they have anatomy boot camp, they have several other things for dental, but they also have like optometry and medicine and all these different legs. Now that DAT boot camp was so successful, they've expanded into other pre health programs and just different ways to help us dental people. So I really like that. And they have a 45 day schedule, six days a week. It's like four or five hours a day, though. And that was not feasible for me. So I started studying the very end of winter break, but not every day. I just did probably one section. And then once I got back to school early January is when I started my routine studying basically every day. There's a few days I took off because I knew I had different events going on or I wanted to take pretty much one day off a weekend or at least make it really light one of the days, like only an hour or so of studying. So I used their 45-day schedule and then put it into a template on Google Sheets of a calendar, which you can see all of this in my most recent YouTube video. Um, it's just my name, Haley Schultz. If you look that up on YouTube, you'll get to my channel. And I kind of showed my study schedule there if you want to physically see it. And I just made it work for me for how long I have to study. Like I said in last week's episode, I'm taking the boards March 25th and 27th. And then you find out 10 days to 14 days later if you passed or not. And it's a pass-fail exam. And for us, we take it a little early if we want to. They just changed the policy. You used to have to wait until fourth year to take it, which meant May, June, July, August would be the earliest people take it. But now, starting in January of third year, we were eligible to pay, sign up, and start studying. And this policy they put in place for two years, and they're going to kind of reevaluate if our pass rate is still good to give students more flexibility and autonomy with when and how they want to study and when they want to take it. So I'm happy about that because I would much rather study now when it's all snowy and dreary and gray outside than in the summer. I'll have a lot more free time and I can enjoy my life, but it is kind of tiring and exhausting and sad at times to be studying so much and just very physically draining. So it's been a lot, but I'm looking forward to when it's done. There's not that much time left, only like two months. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel is kind of how I see it. And then the other resource that I'm using closer to when it's time for my test is an app called Dental Mastery App, just for more practice questions. I'm a big practice question person. If I get a question wrong and I look at the answer and the explanation, I'm pretty likely to remember it if it shows up again. So for me, having all the practice questions on bootcamp and then this other app, Dental Mastery, really gives me a lot more confidence going into the exam that I've seen more types of questions, so I'm more likely to get things right. And I do have a discount for Dental Mastery, so I can try to put that in the description of this podcast episode if you want. I think it's 15% off. It's a lot cheaper than Bootcamp as well, so if you're going to study like later full-time, if you want to just be doing practice questions in the meantime to keep up your skill set across like all the different subject matters and get comfortable with the patient-based questions, it could be a good thing to purchase. And our last update of the episode is what's going on with me extracurricularly. So I am no longer our as a chapter president. We had elections and I am now the immediate past president and our new board is awesome. All of our committees are awesome that were elected in the fall and are still going. Chapter is strong and happy and fun and I'm really just thankful for how great of a group and how great things have been going for them. And I knew I would kind of miss being involved, which I still like. I'm essentially mentoring and helping out the current executive board if they have questions or need anything, but I'm not assigned to 
work with any specific committees or have any specific events or projects that I need to be doing throughout the year, which in the past I had lots of those things. So I felt like I would miss ASDA stuff, so I ended up applying for a position on National ASDA's Council, Council on Communications, so going to be doing their social media and different graphics and videos in that regard, so helping with the team for that. There's someone that's a director and I'm just an associate on the council, and as you can tell, talking in the present tense as if I got the role, because I did get the role, I found out this week that I was selected as one of the associates on the council, so I'm looking forward to that, and there's a meeting in the spring, early April in Chicago for all of us on the national councils and the national leaders to get together and brainstorm and plan and get things going for our position. So I'm excited to have some responsibility there, get to see a little bit how things work at the national level. And I mean, I think social media, graphics, marketing, all that is really fun and pretty comes kind of easy to me. So I didn't think it would be too time consuming or stressful. And it'll be fun because all the people on the different positions are all across the country. It's not just like the district six that I've been on before with like some of the Midwest schools, it's national. So it'll be fun to meet dental students from all around the country. And as for AAWD, I'm still the social chair for our Women Dentists Association until the fall when we have elections again. We're hosting a Galentine's next week on Thursday night. We're going to do like flower arranging. So I'll get a bunch of bouquets from Trader Joe's and we'll have like cutesy snacks and everyone will kind of make a little bundle of flowers that they think look cute together. And then the ASDA Gala is coming up next Friday, February 4th. Saturday, February 4th. So I got a dress for that and my boyfriend's able to come in town and be my date and it's just like a formal event at a ballroom near the dental school and we're gonna have like signature cocktails and little appetizers and lots of dancing. One of my classmates is gonna be the DJ and we had a whole gala team with the ASDA committee for that that has been planning everything and working very hard and they picked Gatsby as the theme like Golden Gatsby is what they said so I'm excited to see it all come together they got a lot of cute decorations and it was kind of nice not having to be too heavily involved in any of the planning I just get to go and enjoy I think I'm working the check-in table for like 40 minutes but not too bad <laughs> for someone that was on leadership, not too much of a responsibility. And as has been doing lots of lunch and learns and events throughout the year, I mean, this semester already, there's usually one or two, if not three, lunch and learns every week, not all through ASDA, but just through other things going on. So it's nice to not have to buy as many groceries because you get food provided at school for free. And lastly, I am still kind of working on that job search, but I'm not really heavily doing much. Like I have profiles set up just so that I come up if people are looking for someone to hire, but it's just so far out that I don't anticipate anything getting locked in anytime soon, but trying to make connections and again, just put myself out there of who I am, when I'm looking, what my values and my goals are and see if anything sticks. And I know coming probably when boards are done, I'm going to try to circle back to all those different people that I've interacted with in the areas that I maybe want to practice and maybe go visit their office or just ask to do a phone call so I can kind of pick their brain and see if they're hiring, see if they know people that are hiring or if they have any advice for me as I'm getting ready to start my career. So most of that's kind of on hold until I finish boards, which is very fair. And that is everything for this week's episode next week we're gonna have another guest and 
I'm looking forward to another great year of dental download. Thank you all again so much for your support of this podcast. It really, really helps me out if you give this episode or the show five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening. It helps it get pushed to more people. Share it with a friend or a classmate because I would love to keep growing our community this year. With all that said and done, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next Monday.